Welcome to the Embracing Brokenness podcast, where our goal is to engage with all of those willing to venture deeper into their transformational journey with Christ. Here's your host and co-founder of Embracing Brokenness Ministries, Steve Adams. Well, it's good to have you back in the Embracing Brokenness podcast, part two with Jay Payleitner. Jay and I talk about quite a bit and have a great time doing it Uh, just in case you aren't aware of who jay is he's written nearly well i think it's his 40th book he's now will complete by september he's a speaker but he also was a producer for a number of years in radio josh mcdowell radio he worked with project angel tree and chuck colson so read his bio there's a lot there jay has a wealth of experience and knowledge when it comes to writing speaking on topics that are near and dear to his heart. And here's a few. For example, and we talked about this in the first podcast, but 365 ways to say I love you to your kids. And there's a number of these little small, easy-to-read books, but he also wrote a series of books uh, using the number 52, which you also talked about. And this particular one is What If God Wrote Your To-Do List? 52 Ways to Make the Most of Every Day. So, Here's another good one that you may want to pick up. I'm in the middle of this. But his latest and most recent book, which really caught my attention because I am a girl dad. Okay, really interesting title for this book. A father-daughter duo discuss truths that impact a girl's heart, mind, and spirit. And he had his daughter, Rayanne, contribute. Wasn't originally intending to do that, but he did. And what a great result. So I really would encourage you to get your hands on this. All dads, even moms, this is so much wisdom and fun and just perspective from both sides of the equation. So welcome back, everyone, to the second part of this two-part series with Jay Payleitner. And I would highly encourage you, if you haven't watched or listened to the first one, please do and come back here and join us. Here we are, Jay Payleitner. Well, Jay, so we have all of the different varieties of works that you've done, 39, and another one that I read recently, and I know it's not one of your more recent works, is the one that I held up earlier. (laughs) So what if God wrote your to-do list? And what I like about this is 52 ways to make the most of every day. And so I... (laughs) And this is the one I mentioned that Josh McDowell actually did a, uh, wrote in a foreword. And we were talking about the gospel there a minute ago. And this is what he said. Another reminder that I probably won't need to give you. But before you start scrambling to check off items on your personalized to-do list from God, allow me to confirm that you cannot work your way into heaven. And he quotes Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves. It's a gift from God, not by works so that no one can boast. And he went on to say, grace is the unmerited favor of a loving God, wholly demonstrated in the sacrifice of his son. So for any listeners or viewers that do not know who Jesus is, there's the bottom line. And what I love was the fact that Josh mentioned just that, because I happen to be a guy who does to-do lists all the time. Hmm. (laughs) I'm the guy that likes to check off the 10 things that I got done today. But much of my life was um, about working for recognition, working for significance. And I tell that in my story 
uh, oftentimes because I was in business for myself many times and, and it was all about gaining recognition from the world's view, not from God's view. So I would much rather prefer that God wrote my to-do list than I write my to-do list. And even though this was early in the book, it's still my favorite too, which is number one, make your bed. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a saying around here <laughs> that I coined that said a well-made bed makes for a well-made life. Now, my wife looks at me like I have three heads every time I tell her that because she could care less. So I'm the guy in the house who usually oh, makes the bed first okay. thing in the morning, which is a little unusual, right? A little unusual. Um, sometimes I would have to make her in it because I'm usually the first guy up. And you do say about the last person. <laughs> maybe she'll be the, the, the last person who gets up makes the bed. These days, By the way, it, she does do that sometimes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So um, tell me about 52 ways, 52 this, 52 that, right? Yeah, in the different right. books you've written. Well, um, okay. I, I had uh, my first book was a little allegory that I kind of got published accidentally. Then I did a, a, a devotional with Tyndale, which was great fun uh, about life, your life, uh, the life verse, one year life verse devotional. Mm. Then I did a, a flat rate book for David C. Cook for, for men, uh, like a, a men's kind of uh, 40 day devotional. And then I, I got a, a agent and the agent said, what book do you want to write? And I said, I want to write a book for dads. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, the backtracking and that, that would be because I was in a small group, a small Bible study group. And I happened to be about 10, 12 years older than most of the guys in the group. So my kids were teenagers and they had five-year-olds. So they were kept asking me for advice. It's like, Oh, I'm pretty good at this. All right, so that's how I my passion for for dads happened Perfect. was launched. Yes, and so I wrote put a put a book proposal together. It made it to Harvest House, mm. and the, the working title was Dad Rules, yeah. which is really clever. I thought. I think it's kind of <laughs> rules for dad. Yeah, double entendre. Yeah, yeah. dad rules. <laughs> that's right. Or rules for dad, or rules from dad, whatever kind of thing. Uh, and it had, uh, as every good proposal does, it had six or eight sample chapters. So these short chapters. Because I, because in advertising, I learned to, to write short, get to the point, and get you know say what you're going to say and get off the stage. Boom. Right. So I wanted to write short chapters. So uh, in the book proposal, well at the at the book uh, at the uh, book production meeting, uh, book pub they call it, and many of the publishers, they were kicking around ideas. They said, "Oh, we like we need it. We, we, it's time to put out another book for dads. We like the the way this guy writes." He's got some radio connections, kind of a platform there, and uh, let's 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 publish this one. And the marketing guy says, uh, "You know what? I can't sell a book, uh, Dead Rules, a book that's not going to jump off the shelves like I want, like we needed to." Uh. And I was smart enough that in my book proposal, which was ten or twelve pages plus the sample chapters, I had one short little section that said alternate book titles, and I just rattled off a few just to let them know that I had flexibility. That's good, yeah. And one of those that I had rattled off by accident was 52 Things Kids Need from a Dad. And that came out. The, the, uh, the marketing guy says, well, I can't, I can't sell Dad Rules, but I could sell this book. I could sell that <laughs> title. Um, so they're not real and, creative on their own, are they? <laughs> well, well, there you go. And this has sold 200,000 copies. Oh, wow. That's there a you go. great, um, great A great story. top book title. It does say something about carry your, your, uh, your, uh, kids pictures in your wallet 
which is ridiculous now because this is this is like 12 years old 15 15 yeah. years old something like 15, maybe 12 15, 15 it's on your phone maybe. now right uh, it's on your phone now <laughs> but so but the principles still work maybe yeah. i just uh, lost some sales there because it's old news it's not old news no but, okay so this went and what is that what does a publisher do and you know this steve what does a publisher do when something works they do it again they do over some over and over so they said hey jay can you uh Harvest House said, Jay, can you write a book for the same audience? And, and we'll call it, it's it's Christian dads, Christian husbands. We'll call it 52 things, 252 things wives need from their husbands. Perfect. And I said, you're going to, you're going to, I never thought about writing a book on marriage, but you're going to go ahead and send me a check and send me a contract. <laughs> I can do that. And that book sold too pretty well. So then they said, hey, Jay, can you write a book for wives on what husbands need? And I say, well, how do I know what husbands need? Oh, wait, I know what husbands need. It's only two things. but <laughs> So it's a shorter book is what you're saying. Thank you for thinking you had, that. You had so to come up with 50 out. more. Yeah. 52 things husbands need from their wives. There you go. Bam, bang, zoom. Man. Then I, uh, and then okay. they said, well, Jay, you know what? Uh, you're writing a book for, uh, you know what? What sells these days is a book for dads of daughters because... And so I wrote this book. That sold pretty well. And then they then they said, "Can you write a book for dads of sons?" So that book's pretty well. Uh, so the, here's the the point: which which of these sold twice as many as the other? Oh, I gotta believe the daughters. Yes, right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And uh, that's later on that ended up as a, this is a different publisher, but girl dad same yeah. audience. Okay. Yeah. So then I did. I uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, and then I did the fifty two things. Ways to couples to con- for couples to connect. Uh, so all these sold. This one didn't sell for whatever reason. This is kind of my favorite. There's so much great stuff in here. I've done talks on this on how to pray for and for and with your kids. But this di- didn't sell for whatever reason. Uh, and then, um, thank you for t- let me tell these stories, Steve. Oh, this um, is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted to do. Well, um, <laughs> it's the way the publishing world works. It beat it, it to death. Um, uh, and so. Then I'm doing. I'm starting to do talks, talks to dads, room full of men, talking a husband, a husband, and and it was just great, very fulfilling. Hundred guys in a room, and they'd come up to me afterwards and say, "Hey Jay, I I I'm just having a hard time connecting with my kids." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then we talk a little bit. And I'd say, "Well, how's your how's your faith life? Are you are you are you plugged into to a good church?" And well, no, that's kind of on hold right now. I'm, I'm trying to get right with my kids, and I'm going, "Well, yeah. friend, new friend, sir." I'm gonna grab you by the lapels and say, you know what, get 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 with God a little bit. You know, yeah. listen, he's got he's got stuff for you that that uh or be anything beyond anything I could say. And mm-hmm. so they'd they'd shake their head and we okay and go. So then I went back to the publisher, the same publisher that did all these books, and said, Hey, I need a book titled 52 Things You Need to Do for Yourself. Oh, uh, wow. And we signed that contract because everything, well, just about everything I was writing for them was going pretty well. We signed that contract. Great. And then uh, again, back, back up in the ivory tower, they're talking for a while. They go, you know what? They get me back to me. Jay, keep writing the book, but we need to find a new title because it just sounds too selfish. Hmm. And they're kind of right. 52 things you need to do for yourself sounds too yeah. selfish. Um, so I did. I wrote and I came up with a new title. What if God wrote your bucket list? And that was a big seller, wasn't it? And that was a tremendous seller, much yeah. better than 52 Things You Need to Do for Yourself. 
Yeah, that I would Better think title. it would be. The, I like that. The, the bucket list just went. And what happens? What happens, Steve, when you write a book that sells? You, you have to write another one. You do another one. What if God wrote your to-do list? So there there, is, there so, is. So, <laughs> so so bucket list is kind of stuff you need to kind of some at some point at some point in your life you need to understand that there is a God, that there is a Satan, that there is a plan for us, that there is uh sin in the world you got there's something that you need to grab onto and and i kind of tell stories um that uh you need to you know come to the garden don't put god in a box you, uh yes. advocate science science does matter yes. so that was what if god wrote your bucket list what if god wrote to us is stuff you could do today this week the stuff that you kind of yeah. need to do it's, which i really like that i, I like that Thank a lot you. yeah not that i wouldn't the other ones i just ran out of time to read them all I, i'd be doing it now still <laughs> And then we, uh, beating that horse till it was completely dead, we did, what if God wrote your shopping list and that didn't sell at all? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> not enough Not enough people interested. Well, I know for me, well, I, don't, right. I don't like to shop. Yeah, so that right. eliminates yeah. half the population probably. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, well, it's, it's just a fun, a fun kind of the, the rhythm of the Christian, uh, the, publish, the publishing world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's interesting to know. And uh, they all came with deadlines. Oh, of course. And that was one of your, with, uh, yeah, one of the yeah. things that you said, I think on the, in the uh, Langster Writers Conference, I think when I first um, heard you speak, I don't know, this was a year or two ago, that was one of the quotes that you used, you know, without uh, deadlines, uh, I wouldn't write anything. Uh, I, I assume you have, Steve, a few writers out there. Yes. And that would be the big thing. Uh, either deadline from a publisher or a deadline from a friend or a deadline or just a self-imposed deadline yeah. to write 2000 words a week for that. Yep. That's the way I did four I mean, months. Yeah. And all of a sudden the book's done. Yes. And that's how I did it. We did. I wrote one over COVID that I haven't, that God hasn't allowed me to release yet, which it would be my first, but my wife and I have been working on, it's kind of self-titled our ministries and breaking embracing brokenness ministries. And mm -hmm. the book is called embracing brokenness. And it really is a story that God has wanted us to share because we teach on the subject a lot, going back to Genesis one, two, three, even identity and, you know, returning to the garden, which is possible. I still believe in relationship with Christ today. And even in this world, there's a space for that intimacy to develop. Say, say that again, yes. returning to the, returning to yes. Eden. So, yeah. So re return, yeah, they're turned to Eden. So we, so embracing brokenness um, is really a, a story about it, it. So it's biblically based obviously, but it's a, it's an interlace with our journey. Uh, and the brokenness and how God took that brokenness and flipped the script and developed a much deeper, more intimate relationship with him in ways that I never knew was even possible for me personally, for my wife, also in her gifts. And um, so, yeah, and how he how God uses adversity uh, and and, you know, brokenness to restore us. To, mm. to, it's almost the restoring of of the garden in us, Eden story. And I, um, you know, I recently even um, interviewed Alan Arnold regarding that. He just wrote a book called uh, The Eden Option, which is an amazing, amazing work too. To, and it's so parallel to what we we know God has us to bring, but in our teaching and in our speaking and in our writing. Now, I'm not where you are yet, but I, I have, you have, the reason I was on the Langster, <laughs> you know, writer's uh, conference uh, site with you was just to learn more about, you know, preparation for publishing and things like that. But I, I love what you went on to say. I think it was one of the last slides you put up and you said, God uses it all. 
Yeah. Um, and he yeah, certainly he does. does. Uh, you know, and uh, he's, he's done that for you. I mean, you wrote, look at, the, look at this. I mean, you're okay. You went from AB Dick. <laughs> You know, to, to, to Michigan my, Avenue. My, my to like, did you, I mean, could you have ever looked back? No. Like, when you went back, would you? Although I, I knew I was a writer back then. Okay. It was one of my gifts. But all through high school and college, I would, this is before computers. So I, I would just type and type, turn in a first draft, yeah. you know, with typos and everything. And I get my B plus, And that was fine with me. Just stream of consciousness. That's but a, when I when I could finally get uh, a, a, some kind of word processing methodology, and go back and rewrite and rewrite hmm, and hmm. and go back and write a paragraph, and then you and then you go back the next day and you go, oh, like yeah, and just change it a little bit and yeah. polish it. What That's a true. what a. So I'm not sure I could do the. I mean, if I was born fifty years earlier, I could never write uh, something that was publishable. Yeah, well, the whole uh, like doing a lot of this, and then yeah, I know yeah. I hate to do that, so I wouldn't either. But yeah. you know, you also you mentioned speaking because you do that now quite a bit, right? And in, in different mm -hmm. venues. I mean, again, folks, go to bio at uh, jpaytleitner.com and you'll see all the things that Jay's up to. Also, sign up for his email. Keep I'm following him. Buy his books. Okay, there you <laughs> get. I I plugged it. Um, you say this. I said you you and you this. I think this jumped out. When you speak, you tend not to do three-point sermons. This is what you said, right? Thank right. you for that, by the way. I appreciate that you don't. Yeah, right. Which follows your personal motto. You have a personal motto, never boring, possibly life-changing. I saw that on your sign-off on your email. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, well, you can't you you can't uh, use logic to to get somebody into the kingdom of God. You can't you can't can't use logic. Maybe you could. 100 years ago, but you can't anymore. Logic will not uh, turn anybody into a, a Christ follower. Well, and that's your story. Um, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, and also, you can't bore somebody into the kingdom of God. Um, and uh, when I speak, uh, I'm so glad that we're on Zoom now, because yeah. if you were, if you just listen to our conversation, I would be hesitant. You, I would like, why is he, why is he stopping mid-sentence? But if I'm face to face with an with an audience, yeah, as I stop mid sentence, I'm face to face with an audience. They can see that I'm struggling or thinking or pointing or or asking them for to get get engaged. So I love speaking. Um, uh, I just uh, two weeks ago I was up at a at a camp where a multi church churches got together and hired me to come out and speak and give six talks. And we were all over the place, man. I was getting stuff out of them. And the, the organizer said, you know what, Jay, this is a quiet crowd. You're not going to get too much out of them. But we did because okay. I was in their face a little bit and I was struggling. Help me with this. And they would help me throw out some ideas. Um, and then I've got um, I, I'm going to give you one of my secrets now. Uh, uh, well, first off, every time I get up on in front of the podium, I'll say, hi, I'm Jay. Everybody say hi, Jay. And they all, and they all, all audiences, hi, Jay. And then by the last talk, they all were doing, hi, Jay. Hi, Jay, of course. There. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the other, oh, what was it? I should have written it down. Something, um, uh, oh, um, I tell us, when I talk, do my dad talk, I tell a story about getting your kid up for a, um, waking your kid for lunar eclipse at 2 a.m. on a school night. It's a good thing. Yeah. 
and blah, blah, blah. And, and the kids, when he goes to school, he might fall asleep the next day at school. At school and the teacher says, well, you, what's going on? Oh, well, my dad got me up last night. Uh, and the kids will be jealous and it's okay. And the teacher says, that's a good dad. But here's, the, here's, the, here's my point I'm making here is that uh, I build in some audience reply because I'll say, uh, how, uh, how long will that kid remember that? And then I say, forever. Yeah. And then I'll go, that's from something. That's from a movie. And half the audience will say, Sandlot. Oh, that's. I know it's Sandlot. I know it's Sandlot. But what I'll do is I'm getting them to interact with me. And when we laugh, that's right, it's Sandlot. So is that is that deceitful? Is that lying? I think so. Yeah, but yeah, what was it? Oh. But, there, but anyway, but yes. But, yeah. but, but, I, but okay, here's what, here's my takeaway. Yeah. Authenticity. Just be yourself. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. That's what we're doing right now. Like, we're just back and forth and going, coming around. And if people listen to the rest of our off camera stuff, they'd be like cracking up. So, wait a second. This is being recorded. Are you kidding oh, me? I thought see? we were just talking. Oh, I thought man. we were just talking. Oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is so important to engage, to engage your readers. And you yeah. do that because you know, I said that I, I'm. This is I'm I'm into girl dad right now by the way because I am one I have one daughter she's 39 this year oh and uh, never never yeah. too late to read girl dad yeah. by the way um, and I just think that it's critically important that we as believers even right we're all in I said this earlier we're all in full time ministry we all have influence every one of us you know you have influence on the stage when you speak and when you write and there's so much God wants to say we just let him to. He need to let him filter that out and let mm. the people mm. hear Sandlot, hey, Jay, lunar eclipse in the morning. You know, those things that just he wants mm. to sink deep into us will make all the difference in our relationships and our family. Because that's what, what I'm sensing in you is just a real desire to see people, I don't know, transform, change, but also just just go deeper, right? Just, mm. just go deeper into themselves or family or relationships. And you do such a, a fine job at, at pulling that off. And I can see that in your speech. I heard you. Well, and again, I, you were at the writer's conference. It was more, you know, technical stuff you were talking about because you got writers trying to figure out how to publish a book, but, but you still interacted that way, right? It was just that interesting sort of way that you just described. So that's your secret. Now we all know, and we're all going to replicate that. Okay. <laughs> uh, do, do you, do you, you do, okay, yes, do, do, do what do. works for you, you know, if, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, 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 never boring. That's a goal. Yes. And possibly life changing. That's because that's not up to me. The Holy Spirit's got to do that. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. But uh, possibly yeah. life changing if you you know apply and think and and yes. let yourself be a little offended or a little challenged yeah. or a little uh, open to uh, a new suggestion or try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to mention just one more because I brought up Girl Dad. How was hmm. it? Because you go on here to say that you wrote it, and yeah. Ryan certainly <laughs> uh, reinforced the fact that you wrote it. <laughs> but she, but she also had something to say and meet Rayanne, because you know I'm gonna, you know, bring it up. So she said, "This is most assuredly my father's book, <laughs> but <laughs> but in the last few pages of each chapter, I'll be giving you a different perspective." Not just mine as Jay's daughter, but the experience of my childhood friends who grew up in families different than my own. And she went on to describe a little bit more about that. And she said, just as my dad looks to speak to each one of you and your experiences, like we just said, 
I am looking to represent all the daughters I can. Mm -hmm. And I love that. How does she yeah. do? Um, she kicked butt on that. I'll tell <laughs> uh, I, 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 I knew she was a writer and a think, but I didn't know that she could put it together like she did. Wow. Then we did about 40 different radio interviews and podcasts and TV. Oh, oh was that a delight? Oh. Cause again, the back and forth thing that was so fun. Oh. Um, I have an idea for the next time but, we get together. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess here's, uh, uh, here's the point. Um, our kids have so many gifts that mm -hmm. we don't have. And when you see them blossom, what a privilege that is. And it, 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 forced, it almost forced the issue. Uh, this book happened by accident. I was writing a book for, uh, for, for, for dads of daughters because every season, every 10, 10 years, I should do that. And I, I sent chapters to Rayanne. Um, Rayanne was an all-state athlete. Uh, she went to West Point. Uh, wow. She blew out her knee and, and left there after two years and went to law school in Ireland. So I sent her some sample page, champ, champ, pages just to do a kind of a fact check. And she wrote, she wrote me back because we were different time zones. She just typed out because she typed, boom, she typed out some, dad, what about this and this and this? And it's like, oh my golly. So I asked my publisher, could could uh, Rayanne uh, co-write this with me? And long story short, uh, the book was uh, at one point titled Fathers Versus Daughters, which is huh. an interesting concept because because yeah. it was, there was point counterpoints. Like, yeah. um, but um, yeah. Uh, but uh, the the publisher said again. Publisher said, "Well, let's call it Girl Dad," and I'm going to do what a publisher says these days because they know stuff that I don't know. Right. Uh, and Girl Dad, there's about six books out there called Girl Dad. A few of them are, are picture books, and actually, mine's kind of hard to find because it was came out later. So or ours ours is hard to find. Uh, all that to say, Girl Dad by Jay and Ray, Jay Payleitner and Rayanne Payleitner. If your husband and wife, it would be Jay and Rita Payleitner. But when a, when a, when a, a, a father and child write a book, they put both last names on there. Well, that makes sense. And too. so the uh, Ray and really like that. Then it's right yep. there. There uh, it is. Paylightner right. and Paylightner. Oh, funny. I love that. I love that. It's so good. Yeah, she likes that too. That's and really that's good. how you spell Paylightner. Oh, they, that's right. How to spell Paylightner. Oh, yeah, there it is. There go, everybody. Paylightner, P A. There it is. E I. It's got the old German spelling I in there. Know. E I T. Uh, and once I did it, by the way, my spell check did it right for me every time I wrote it. So well, uh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I have more stories from Girl Dad, especially I didn't know that her friends had been through. She had helped her friends through a lot of crud mm. uh, in, over high school, college in Ireland. Um, and that made it into the book. And it wouldn't, from my perspective, I didn't see all that because she sure. turned out pretty well. So it wasn't like uh so uh there's stuff when if you're going through some stuff and again uh, you got a 39 year old old daughter steve yep. i yep. And i'm sure she's doing well but uh always stuff that we can learn and relate to it it'll you'll bring up old conversations did you go through this yes. um the last take on this might be middle school is tougher than you think dad middle school for kids these days is tougher than you think I holy cow i would all, not want boys girls the sharp ones the ugly ones the the ones who are, are in in this inner circle and not so just love them through that. That's don't right. don't pester them. Yep. That might be why someone's listening today is to hear that message. <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, I we remember barely. I remember. I don't really want to remember seventh and eighth grade that as much yeah. because there's yeah. some way too many changes going on. And I was a junior high youth leader for a number of years at our oh, church. Yeah, 
Ooh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And you had many exposures to that, including your own kids. As we kind of wrap here, I would like to um, give you an opportunity maybe to share um, if there's a takeaway, if there's something that's specific that you want our audience to ponder, think about uh, from your perspective, either from our time together or your time as an author, speaker, your time in life. I mean, here's a chance for you to maybe, yeah, you know, words of wisdom, um, thoughts, ideas on yeah. your on life in general, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Last word to you. Well, I uh, uh, the idea of brokenness is what you you come back to over and over again, and uh, uh, one of the one of the time we did, haven't touched on this yet. I was the jerk in the stands, and I look back on that; it just breaks my heart to think about. I have videos of myself. It's like, who is that guy? Uh, and I've apologized to people and they've said, don't worry about it, Jay. We all get that way. And it's like, no, that's not who I wanted to be. Mm. Um, and even still learning as my grandsons, rest, uh, I got, uh, I have two, two 10 year old grandsons. That's another story. One's adopted from it's China. It's your do over. Yeah, it's yeah. your do over. Um, well, <laughs> I, I understand that concept, but it's yeah. totally not. I still have okay. re uh, reparations to make okay. on, uh, in the old days, I'm going to give my son Max credit for holding me accountable. Wow. Um, and I'm going to give myself credit for inviting him to hold me accountable. Does that That's make any sense? So uh, important. You know, so uh, important. You have, um, it's not just if you're broken, if, if, if you're broken and have a broken relationship, um, it's not just you forgiving them, but you have to give them permission to forgive you. And, and if somebody, if if somebody takes a step towards you, of then take three steps towards them. In a relationship, if there's a brokenness, if somebody says, "You know what? I just really feel bad," you just take three steps towards them and say, "Man, I love you so much. What a I, I'm so glad that, that we can talk again." Bam, 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 and and get and, and take five steps so that suddenly you're, you're there again. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, dads, if you got a if your dad out there and you're obsessing and yelling at your kid and and after a game you after a game you're driving your kid home and you say what were you thinking there why'd you you miss the cutoff man or or you missed that tap or are you kidding me are you kidding me dad um because i did that kind of stuff yes uh and uh it's mm. not that it's there's so there's it's important you know to hit the cutoff man is important <laughs> And to, and, to, and to get in place to, to set your feet to make the tackle or to whatever it is. Um, but there are 10,000 things that are more important than that. Right. Great metaphor for life. That okay. Is uh, oh, yes. Right. Of course. And all of life. Yes. Thank you for making that connection. Yes. But um, don't be the jerk in the stands. And I've written enough things that are like uh, my strategies for getting past that is giving permission to, to people to correct you for taking yourself out of the situation, for praying ahead of time. Uh, oh, there's all kinds of uh, ways to to when you're messing up when you're being when you're breaking other people too okay moving on uh point made i think you you summed it up really well because um you know for our listeners they they're in our audience because many of are watching by video um there's a ton of life lessons here um uh, but I'm going to encourage anyone and everyone to grab hold of whatever they can of the work that you have done, uh, because I think it's important. Uh, you have 
clearly impacted my life in many ways because I'm working my way through girl dad. I just got, got it not long ago, but you're right. I do have a relationship with my 39 year old daughter and who's married, uh, no children, but she lives in Colorado. So I don't get to see her that often, but it is really important dads to hear Jay and what he's saying. Uh, I know there's probably, there's plenty of moms on here too. And there's plenty of advice for moms in all of this. Uh, Jay, Thank you. This has been a great time together. I so appreciate what you have um, said to us today and all that you've done uh, in the skill set that God's given you to share all this with us. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us in this in this time. Really appreciate it. Uh, Steve, uh, what a privilege. Uh, I have so many more stories, as you do, too. And I'm yeah. glad that this podcast is going for, for people out there yes. to uh, to dig deep, get yes. it right, make mistakes, get it right again. That's right. Well, we will, I have a feeling we'll be back on doing another one of these together. <laughs> In the meantime, yeah. how would you want people to connect with you? Sure. Uh, where can they grab these copies of all these books? Tell, tell us, tell us. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, jpayleitner.com. Uh, I used to have all kinds of different websites and URLs out there. Now, mm -hmm. just go to uh, first and last name, J-A-Y-P-A-Y-L-E-I-T-N-E-R. Spell it <laughs> right. Or you won't and, and, and I do the uh, and I and I do have a uh, once a week or thereabouts. I send out a, an email that's uh, you can cancel at any time. It's a, uh, a reminder. Yes. And a, a laugh. You get on the list because that's why Jay and I are talking because I was on the list, by the way. So there, it, I love his insights in those emails. Uh, so for all of you, again, who joined us by video and audio podcast, check the show notes because what I'm going to do is I'll put that uh, that URL in there. You'll have a way to get a hold of Jay if you want to. And I'm sure you can buy these books almost anywhere, but certainly yeah. Amazon for sure. Uh, and if you have another place you want to send them, send them too. But other than that, I'm sure that'll do. Uh, it. Yep, uh, Barnes and Noble still Barnes has Noble. a few few of them on the shelf. And certainly, there certainly are. Go to your on, favorite bookstore websites. Web, yeah. the, the, uh, the web webex. Uh, You're awesome. Thanks so much, Thank Steve. Uh, Jay, thanks a lot. Appreciate you. God bless. This was another episode of the Embracing Brokenness podcast. For more information on Embracing Brokenness Ministries, or to subscribe to our blog, podcast. YouTube channel, or engage with us on social media, please visit our website at embracingbrokenness.org. Thanks for joining us.